His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is another season two edition of the Barry Media Unrestricted Podcast. I'm your host, Ish Barry. Welcome back. And today I have the esteemed pleasure of uh, sitting with a woman I've known for a very long time. <laughs> like 2009, 2010, we met. We used to hang out together, shoot pool together. A very accomplished chef, in my opinion, one of the baddest chefs. In the city of Houston, she's been uh, on magazines, YouTube, you name it. You need Southern cooking. This is the person to go to. And also, fellow Louisianan from the great state of Louisiana, Nicole Holland, owner and proprietor, got to sound fancy, of Cole's (laughs) Kitchen out of Humble, Texas. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you, Izzy. Thank you. (laughs) You are very welcome. Wow. It's been a long time. It really freaking <laughs> has, man. Thank God for social media connecting folks. I'm telling you, because <laughs> I haven't seen you since we worked together. Like, Yeah, basically. It, yeah, and more you know or less. What? It's been longer than that because I worked in my last company 11 years. I've been in this other company Damn. more years. So it's probably been about 15, 16 years. Yeah, and see, I was married for three. You know, I, I well, I called marriage, well, the marriage I went through, <laughs> I called it... Uh, Three years time served, hard, oh, oh. hard time. Yeah, yeah so time. yeah, I did some hard oh, time my. in there. So it's been a minute. I didn't even know you were married. See, <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how long it's been. Yeah, oh, my I'm goodness. sorry. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was married from. Oh God, when did we get? I know, I know, we separated 2013. Got the divorce 2014. But we got married, if memory serves me right, September of 2011 or 2012. I forget which year. Yeah. Yeah, that, like I say, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it and I has. knew you before that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like no 2000. Clue. But we both worked for that one company, the credit card processing company, like in 2009. Eight, nine. The eight, yeah. nine-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, my God. It's been that long. Time flies, yeah. Just don't. Hell, your boy 37 now. I got gray in his beard. And, 37, boy. Don't even go. I'm, I'm in my 40s. I'm, I'm, I'm mid-40s, so don't. Man. The lady I just had, the bodybuilder chick you met, she's 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, she just turned 40. Well, no, she turned 40 last November. Okay. Yeah. She'll be she, 41 this year. She, she, yeah, she'll be 41 this year. Yeah, we was talking about her age. Like, age ain't nothing but a number. It ain't nothing but a number. I, was, I, don't, I don't feel my age, and I really don't feel I look my age. You so don't. That's you really don't. really better. So I'm like, I love getting older. I can't lie about that. It's, it's for some thing. people, it's like that. You get older, the younger you look. Right. You, you, know, you know, younger some people age gracefully. And that's some true. Some don't, so. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm aging gracefully. <laughs> No, nah, you you definitely are, and I was told, and it shocked me because I was at work the other day, and I work with a lot of like on my day job, some like if they're not teenagers and the young adults, like just out of high school, eighteen, nineteen, and I mentioned something about my age the other day, and they were like, "Ish, you you're thirty seven. I was like, "Yeah, I'm damn near forty. It's like, <laughs> man, you don't look. I thought you was like in your twenties. I was like. I just act stupid. That's what <laughs> it's like to me when I look in the it's mirror. Yeah, it's like to me when I look in the mirror, I'm like, dang, I see another gray in the beard. I see a gray up top. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm seeing the grays. face discoloration <laughs> here. Like I see the 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 dark spots under my eyes. I'm like, 
God, I got the time. Like, I'm on, I'm pushing 40. Like, what the hell? Just enjoy your 30s. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to act 40s. a fool. Like, that's it's my thing. It's a whole I'm gonna... different ball game. So enjoy your 30s. I enjoy Oh, yeah, mine. I played the ball all out when I turned 40, <laughs> man. But tell me nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm be like Don Bishop Don Magic One was back in the early 2000s. Shit. Don't be the kids, man. Kids listen out there, go Google Don Bishop Don Magic One. <laughs> But man, let's get to you. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk first about time guest. Yes. Yeah, so, where where you from? Well, I already put it out there. You're from the great state of Louisiana. Yeah, I'm from Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, capital city. Yeah, yeah, I've been living here now, though. I've been living in Houston 23 years. Okay. Okay. 22, 23, 23. Yeah, 23 years. So. Okay. I've, I'm like I've been living in Houston longer than I've been. Um, part of Louisiana life, but Stay I'm always going to be a Louisiana. Oh, hell yeah. That never changes. Still I don't care. hold on to those values and, and morals and stuff. Yes, I ma'am. Die. I'm always going to be a Louisiana girl, so... I, um, you see me rocking my Saints hat right now. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. Ain't nothing wrong Got with that. Got my Saints tattoo up here. <laughs> Yesterday at work, they were mad because I wore a Saints shirt. This <laughs> is almost don't football season. Look, don't hate us. Yep. I'm kind of worried about us a little bit. Because Drew Brees know. retirement, the new quarterback thing. And, you know, I just don't know how it's going to be. And I'm a football girl, so I got to. That's right. Yeah, that's not a cool thing about you. You're in the sports, and you, yeah, are, you really know sports. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm going to have to kind of weigh it out to see. I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. I, I want the Saints like, damn, we're getting off top. But anyway, I hope the preseason make all their mistakes, try all your stuff in preseason. That's what preseason four. Yes. They haven't announced yet, far as I know, as of this recording, who the, the, the permanent I mean, quarterback's going to be. But I don't I don't see them screwing up with either quarterback. I think both of them are, are good. good. Yeah. So we'll see. And you still got Coach Sean Payton and his we, crazy we, offensive stuff. So We're going to see. We're going to play it. We're going to yeah, play, play it by, by ear. ear. We're yeah. going to play it by ear. <laughs> You but, still got Kamara. Yeah. You still got a good running scheme and everything. So I, I think we'll be good. We're going to be okay. Yeah. We're we're gonna, gonna that's good. what we're going to pray for. Yeah. <laughs> now, LSU, on the other hand. Ooh, I don't know mm, how this going to go either. Because LSU did kind of bad last year, man. That's, but then, I get it because everybody, after that, that season, they won a title. Yeah. Everybody left. left. You know, all the, the students that were, you know, the players, they, mm-hmm. you know, they were adults. They couldn't play no more. And then all of the assistant coaches got offered their own jobs and who wouldn't. Even if they had school small, yeah. I think the defensive coordinator, he went to uh, McNeese. And even though McNeese is a small school, but you're the head coach. You call the shots. Why not take that? That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm always going to be a Louisiana girl. So okay. no matter what, I love yes, I love sports. I've always likewise. Loved sports. You put it to the right podcast. That's, That's how, how we met. Yeah, that's how we met. met. So like, we were in the break room talking about sports one day. So it just happened. That's how it all happens. But. In the midst of it, I just love to cook, so that's what. Tell us about that. So, with, so and that's the thing, too, about Louisiana people. Like, men and women, we learn how to cook damn near as we're learning how to, like, speak walk. and walk <laughs> and identify colors and letters and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's, it's always young. Yeah. Young, very young. I um started, I cooked my first meal six. I think I was Dang, six. Dang, okay. I've been cooking since I was six years old, so I just feel that. I, I just felt something there. I've always enjoyed it whenever I do it. Okay. Whenever I'm stressed, I cook. Whenever yeah, okay. I feel I just want to do something. I think I show love through cooking. So okay. Whenever I'm, when people are going through things or whenever something's going on, I will cook okay. and provide it to them because that's just how I feel I reciprocate, how I push out my love. So gotcha. that's just me. That's so dope. that's how I look at it. But I'm... I just always loved it. Like, it's nothing else 
in this world, I think I would want to do more than cook. That's what's up. So that's but, definitely your passion, yeah, bar none, hands down. It's all hands down passion. I can be sitting there doing nothing, having a bad day, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go home and cook, you know. and Just I'll, cook just for the heck of it. Just for the okay. hell of it. Literally just for the hell of it because I'm I'm having a bad day, and it makes me feel better. So That's what's up. That's that's just soothing to my soul, so it's great about that. So, And it's just hard, you know, sometimes that I'm an entrepreneur with mm-hmm. these situations. Like yeah. I do my catering part-time. And my chef and meal preps and everything. I do it part time, but I also have a full time job. Gotcha. So juggling having a full time job and Me. being a chef sometimes is rough. But you know you have I to know agree. how to you have to know how to separate it. You have to know how to put it out there because at the end of the day, if you want it bad enough, you're going to make sure you do everything you need to do yes. to make it happen. So I'm like I'm cool with it, but sometimes I'm tired. Yeah. You know, no one looks at it like oh you. What, what's, what's wrong with you? I'm tired, you know? But you yes. also keep pushing. And even if, no matter how tired you get or what's going on, you have to know if this is what you really want to do. Yeah. This is how you really want to produce, you know, put put out your product and do everything. You have to keep pushing. So Absolutely. No matter sacrifice what. sacrifice, too. Those, those sacrifices, it's hard sometimes. And people don't think about that. Like, man, oh, you just be cooking. Or da, 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 da. I have to cook, but nobody look at the behind the scenes. You know, I have to. You got to shop for the stuff. I have to put the menu together. I have oh, to yeah. shop for the stuff. You know, and then. If someone wants time, something special, you got to you yeah. gotta factor that in. Yes, it's it's a lot of steps behind the scene of just cooking. Yeah. I'm a cook. Yes, it's true, but I need to make sure the seasoning is right. I have to make ah. sure the cuts of meat is right. I have to make sure whatever this customer is wanting, I have to make sure it's right. So it's just a lot entailed into the food part. It's not just me cooking. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's not yeah. Not me cooking, but people don't think about all the details of what comes about when you have to do as as being a caterer or being a chef or being a meal prep. You know, no matter no matter what level of the food industry you're in, okay. it's a lot of behind the scenes to it. If you're just doing meal prep, if you're just doing catering gigs, or however it is, it's a lot of intake behind yeah. the scenes, and people don't think about those type of things. Well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but another thing, too, like, let's say you're catering, and I'm just going to throw a scenario out there. Let's say you got a wedding, and the wedding is, you know, 200 people, for example. Then you as a caterer, as a chef, you got to figure out, okay, how much food I'm going to cook to accommodate 200 people. Make sure I have enough. That make sure you have enough. And then, you know, this is Houston, Texas. People gonna want seconds and thirds. You know what I mean. You kind of gotta factor and, that yeah, in and that's too, so and true. that I'm, goes in your price thing, and yes, you know. And I, yes. from a like that standpoint, and I know that's a lot of math and stuff and thought involved. <laughs> like, I, I, I like so to cook true. too. You know, I'm from Louisiana. I'm a big boy too. I, it's one thing like cooking at home and then doing that. that sometimes I think about this like, damn, like how does a caterer do it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you honestly have to. It takes a lot. Honestly, it takes a lot because people don't think about you know. Oh, if I tell them how much it is, then they look and like. Why is it so much? Because at the end of the day, one thing about Cole's Kitchen, mm-hmm. off top. Tell about Cole's Kitchen, One yes. thing about Cole's Kitchen, you're going to get hot food. Okay, good, good. <laughs> and we like I'm never going to run out. Oh, shit, I'm, I'm wow, never going to run out. That's what you, I'm talking about. You're going to always make, I'm going to always make sure you have enough. Okay. Because I just, I don't ever want to be known as that caterer like, man, I used her and I didn't have enough food or everybody didn't get that Your food. Your mother's in need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just feel so bad because I've been to events where that has happened. Same here. And I'm like, that's messed up. Why didn't you not, you know, calculate that? And I know this person probably paid a nice amount yeah. for this service and you didn't provide them with everything they needed. And I feel that's just 
the short end of the stick that some caterers get. And it could have been a new caterer who hadn't been able to factor it in, but yeah. you have to look at everything across the board. You know? And you always got factored too, especially with black events. Extra people always gonna show, show up. up. Even like, like, let's just say, you know, like, oh, oh, going back to the example with the wedding. Yeah. If the wedding party says 200 people and they've RSVP'd, mm -hmm. you know, and there's 200 people, then you got people at the last minute, cousin well, Day Day and them going to show up, and then it's 220, it's yeah. 230, it's 240. And it's yeah. like, well, you say you wasn't coming, cousin Day Day, you know what I mean? Yeah. I always factor in inside of my contract, I okay. factor in an extra. 15 to 20%. That's You good. know, certainly if it's larger events, yeah. if it's something that's over 100 to 150 people, I'm going to factor that 15 to 20% extra because, you, like you say, people come back for seconds. It may be more people. So you just have to know when to call it. If it's a small event, like 30, under 50, I'm going maybe 10%. Because at the end of the day, you don't know. You may have someone who just really liked this one item, and they I've been want it. Before. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they want it, and they may take more than the other person takes. So it's just yeah. a lot that you I have to. That, yeah. yeah, you have to entail in that. But once you, like I said, once you sit down and put it on paper, I kid you not, I go through so many notebooks because I I'm I'm a writer. I have okay. to write things. I have to see it to be able to handle it. So gotcha. at the end of the day, I'm gonna write it all out. I'm gonna calculate it over here. Then I'm have another one, and then I'm putting my contract together. I'm putting the quote together. And that all takes time. And people don't think about those things that I had to sit there and really take time for. Yeah, I have set prices for certain things. Yeah, but so many things people want differently. Or I want this, or I want this. I want to take this off. I want to add this. So you have to incorporate all those different mm. levels of things. Because even if I'm saying you can get this meal, two dishes, da-da-da, I can give you a flat rate for it. But, oh, but no, I want this and this. So now I need to incorporate how many people, how much more I'm going to need. You know, uh, you, have to yeah. change, you have to change a lot of things. And just people don't incorporate all that. I think a lot of times the short end that comes with catering is that people don't think you should get paid for those type of things. They're just looking at their food. They're just looking at the fact that I'm going to pay her for cooking this food, but they're not going to factor in I had to sit on my computer for an hour to get this quote that you wanted to keep changing. <laughs> I, I deal with I, that with photography, yes. Exactly. Yes, I yes. had to go to the grocery store and get all this stuff. And food is freaking expensive. If yes. food is expensive, I'm sorry to cut you off, though, <laughs> but if food is expensive for an individual, yes. then imagine how Getting much food bulk. is in bulk for, you know, again, using my, my example of a wedding, a 200-person yeah. wedding, yeah. yeah. So people don't think about that. And then they also don't think about, I had to cook this food. I had to put it in a pan. I had to put it in, the, in my car. I had to deliver it. You know, it's just and sometimes so, you got to hire extra people to help you depend on exactly. things. You got to get broken I off. I have to yeah. have a staff sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some events I don't, but yeah. a lot of events I have to have a staff. So when you have all that incorporation of people, food, and expense, I want to make something. Absolutely. You know, I you don't want to break even. No one exactly. wants to go into business break even. <laughs> exactly. You want to make. Won't go into business for some, a profit. Some type of profit. Yeah. And I'm I don't feel I'm an expensive caterer. I do work with people with budgets. I try my best to help anyone I possibly can who on any budget. Yeah. But you have to be realistic. Absolutely. When it comes to it, because equipment costs. You know, those pans that you have to put the food in. Oh. They cost. They, but that's true. You know, yeah. people don't think about all the incorporation of things that you have to put together. The, the serving spoons, they cost. Yeah. I got one for you. The fact that, you know, you're up, you know, at home or whatever, cooking the food, you know, 
that gas range costs, mm -hmm. electricity costs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It all costs I'm on the back end. I'm getting out my bed at 5 in the morning to start doing your event that's for 5 o'clock that evening. I'm, I, I, I'm getting, I should get paid for something. Oh, and absolutely. And people don't think that, oh, they don't, they're just thinking about their food. They're thinking yeah. about that individual thing. They don't out, they actually don't think outside of the box. And, you know, I had a and friend of mine. time. Yeah, you know? and a friend of mine's like, until I broke it down to him one day, and he was like, I had never thought about all it entails. I didn't know that cost that much. Or yeah. I did not say, well, just think about it. I say, that's where people go wrong. Because if you say, oh, if I tell you, oh, this is $30, why is it $30? I can go to the store and buy it. Because if you would have went to the store and bought it yeah, <laughs> and made it yourself, it would be 20 or 10 or 15 But you have to look at, I have to go buy it. I have to use my gas. Yes, <laughs> ain't cheap, Lordy, Lordy. You know, so it's just a lot that entails, but that's a part of being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. You know, you have to incorporate the good and the bad, yes, the ups and the downs. You have to look at everything. And even though you have all those little hang-ups, I still love cooking. So even with all those little things that come into play, that yeah. comes into bothering, like people don't think about it or people are ungrateful sometimes when you tell them things or have an attitude when you provide them. I've been there. You know, oh, when, when you tell them stuff, you still look at the bigger pictures. I love to do this. And, I'm, and people have to also realize with me, as I am, I'm never going to try to get over on you because I feel mm. I'm blocking my blessings Absolutely. if I'm getting over on you. And I'm, I'm, I've am I'm been too blessed with everything I've had going on with me to try to rip off or get over on someone. Yeah. If I'm trying, to, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this because I love to do mm -hmm. it. So I'm going to try my best to be as fair as possible with you. Yeah. But if you pay for it, trust and believe. I, I, people always laugh at me like, you didn't let, save no food from your event. If you pay for it, you get everything. I, t I never okay. keep food because one, after I cook and get all into smelling and tasting and everything, I don't want it. Oh, huh, okay. That's, okay. You know, I, and it's, I know it sounds weird, but okay. it could go like, my mom fussing me all the time because whenever I do big events or even when I do small events, I can go all day without eating because I've smelled everything. You know, you have to look at the fact you've seen it raw. Yeah. You've seen it halfway done. You've seen it completely done. Yeah. You've done prepared it. You've put it together. So all you have all these smells, all this everything. My taste buds aren't there. Okay. So I may not eat till maybe hours later or maybe even the next day. Okay. So it just depends on how I'm feeling that day. But a lot of times when I cook, I don't eat. Wow. I know it's okay. weird. People are like, what do you mean? So at the end of the day, no, I, I, I you, get that. Uh, but I'm thinking about myself like I, I couldn't be <laughs> I couldn't be a chef or caterer because I'd be like, oh yeah, it's too good. I, you know, well, you know, you make me a plate. Yeah, you make me a plate. <laughs> no. I mean, because me as a photographer, when I've done weddings and most of the weddings I go to, you know, people are kind of like, hey man. You know, open bar for you. You know, just mm -hmm. tell me your name, your photographer. Yeah. You know, get whatever you want. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take care of work first. Yeah. But once I go on break, you know, once like the, I start seeing people getting the food, and I can take a break. I'm like, all right, I need four <laughs> Jack Daniels, please. Um, and you know, yeah, I need crazy. get a burger here and get that. I don't that. even think of those <laughs> things when, like, you know, it's really funny because I have a lot of people that have worked for me, and they've like. I love work for you because you like to have a good time. We're always laughing and joking, you know, because I don't ever want you to feel like you can't enjoy doing what you're doing. You know, I always want my employees to feel that they're having a good time. We're here having fun. Even if the music is playing, we're going to still be working. Yeah. But I want you to do your job and enjoy what you're doing. Because if you're doing that, the next time I have an event, you're going to want to work for me. And I have people now, they'll call me, you have an event coming up? 
you know, I was like, no, not right now. And certainly with COVID going on right yeah. now, I haven't been having no major events, but I've been having smaller ones, ones I cook for and drop yeah. off to. And I love those, you know, because they're more intimate. They're more, you know, laid back. So I like that type of situation. So that's what I've been doing. But my major thing I'm focusing on right now is my meal preps and my salads. Okay. So okay. that's what I do weekly. When you came out there to call me back, I was I was out there sending out yeah, my folks, messages. I, I stepped out in the lobby here, <laughs> and I was walking my, my previous guest out, and I just turned to my, my left. <laughs> And Nicole's right there. She's on her phone. And I'm thinking, like, most of you know, she's taking selfies. Like, here, I'm on Instagram. No, she's finalizing deals and stuff. So I, I guess because I was 15 minutes late, I'll put myself on blast. You know, but I guess it worked out because during it, she was using the product. You have that to. 15 minutes pro that I was late productively and finalizing some deals. Yes, kudos you have to, to you. You know what? You have to because if you stay consistent with your clients, like I've been working on, I feel mm -hmm. that's a big thing with being an entrepreneur, trying to stay as consistent as possible. Agreed. Because at the end of the day, yes, you are human. You're going to have weeks that you're not going to be capable of doing things, certainly if you're a one-man show. Ooh, you yes. know, it's it's, di it's difficult to be on the same page. But I promise myself with what I'm working on on this second half of 2021 is mm -hmm. I want to stay consistent with my clients. Gotcha. I was running behind on some things. I've been working. Like I say, work is – I still work a full-time yeah. job, so I've been same a little here. behind on some things. So – I have, you have to find time to make things work when it's time to make things work. So I'm sitting here waiting on you. Oh, let me go ahead and send out my emails, my messages for everyone to get, you know, for their meal preps and for their salads this week because yeah. I do a weekly, usually it's on Wednesdays, I have okay. a, a email and a text message blast okay. where I send my clients, let them know, hey, today's your day. Get your order in for your salads or your protein bowls or your meal preps. Okay. And that's what I was out there doing. I was gotcha. getting that all together because... Right now, that's my main focus. I haven't been doing major events, you know, with COVID and everything. Yeah. So salads and meal preps are great. And a lot of that's people are going back to work. Yeah. A lot of people are trying to eat better. So I... Trying to knock out some of the COVID weight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Them, them, that COVID 5 or 15 <laughs> or 20. <laughs> hey, come... Shit, but hey, 50 shit. <laughs> oh, my. Like, I don't man. want to... No, no, no. But, yeah, so my salads, like I say, they've really been a hit. And people love my salads. So I love that about it. I brought you one. Thank you. Thank I you. I brought you one. I'm happy Appreciate to bring Because <laughs> I was like, I want to show you what, you know, we're working with. So you need to look at it and let everybody see what's oh, going yeah, on. Oh, yeah. I do. But... I, yeah. I put, I put so... reels about it on, a, on a social media there. Hell yeah. yeah. So I um, brought you a salad because those Thank are one. You. that's one of my selling points. Because, okay. like, I have a special that's um, five for 25 okay. for a regular salad. And it's a variety of salads. You know, I send this list out. You can pick from the list. And it's five different salads. And every week, some people want the same five. You know, some people want just a variety. You know, it just depends. But my biggest thing right now is doing my meal preps and salads. Okay. And like I say, my salads, people love them. I was like, it's just weird. You know, sometimes I always crack up with my friend. It's like, it's just a salad. And he was like, no, Coast Kitchen, it's not just a salad. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, sir, like, yeah. I was like, but, you know, you have to look at how it's prepared. I look at the fact that it's very organized. I have everything together. And if you don't eat it the same day, it won't be mushy when you do get ready to mm, eat it. Everything gotcha. is packaged individually. So check me out on Instagram, Cold's Kitchen 2015. Yes, and yes. follow me because I do put a lot of food out. I have been doing better. I have been doing better. I need to make sure I'm staying consistent with that. Social media is a job in itself. Exactly. And <laughs> having a full time is so hard. But I'm thinking I'm definitely going to hire someone to just work my social media yeah. for me because... It's, it's so hard. It 
you just can't, you know, it's too many things. And then like with me, the thing I'm trying to master is what time of day to post mm -hmm. for maximum exposure. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, because like I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Well, I'm a, I just have a Facebook personal page, but still, and, each, and all three of them from the research I've been doing different are different times. times. Different exactly. Times. And then, like you said, working a full-time job, I can't just pull out my cell phone and, at 2 o'clock on a dot yeah. and post. And you know, you know? Like, even if you have one of the apps that does it for you, it's still a lot of times that you need to put some stuff in between. Yeah. A lot of times you can't plan everything. You know, so it's really hard. Or you might change your mind. Yeah, comes you want to put and... something different or something. Like right now, I have so many posts that I need to be handling <laughs> and putting on my Instagram page, but I just haven't had the time. That's that's the hard thing thing about balancing full time work and entrepreneur work. Agreed. Because even if you do set your days, like I have a schedule for myself, where Monday I'm gonna come home and we'll check emails for Cole's Kitchen. Okay. Tuesday. I'm going to do this for Cole's Kitchen. You know, I try to give myself some time. Then I have Wednesday. You know what? Nicole's not doing nothing no, that's this right. day, you no, know? That's right. And because I know, literally, I work seven days a week because I'm working if five. If you not work at your day job, yeah, you're doing Cole's Kitchen. I'm doing Cole's Kitchen. So, it's, you know, you never get an off day. And when people be like, girl, you ain't have to go to work. I was like, I was working, though, you know? <laughs> I tell people that all the time. I, I, was like, work, I was working, though. I have a, I have a full-time job, but I also have... My baby. I have Coach yeah. Kitchen here. She's she's out there trying to get it. So it, life never stops, you know. And it's really hard because some people don't really see that. They really don't see that. They don't until they try to do something entrepreneurship and then they see, see it. Because I've had people in the past that hit me. It was like, Ishmael, I see it now. I, <laughs> I get it. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. You thought I was you know, BS and are trying to make myself be all higher, I, mighty, like, yeah. no. And, yeah. and, like, I try to tell people to do, even, like, you know, before I started doing podcasting, even when I was just doing photos, you know, there's dry periods of time, mm -hmm. you know, but I still try to read up or watch videos on photography. You know, I always try to stay sharp, you yeah. know. Even if I don't have no clients, no one needs a photo shooter or nothing going on, just like we talked about with the whole social media, I'm okay, okay, what times are prime for social media? Right. I'm I'm going in Facebook groups and I'm, you know, promoting or I'm yes. researching stuff yes. for you know, there's always something to do to try to to better yourself, even when you when things are kind of dry. Right, you know? right. And, and even now with podcasts, like one of the things I'm trying to do, and I think I mentioned that to you when I was texting you about this, like, um, normally I, I I split this space at this time with um my friend uh Miss Blue. And she, she's on a leave right now. She's getting some surgery done. But it's like, okay, let me try to book as many people as I can. To get you. Exactly. Edit all the episodes. And that way, if I decide to take October off, which is my birthday month, <laughs> I got all these episodes in advance. And then I could just auto post. And, and I'll, I'll have my happy fat ass in Vegas <laughs> living my best life. You know? Hey, that's what and you while, have to and, do. And why, you know, the podcast you, is you auto posting and stuff and doing this thing. And, you know? I totally get it. I took me a small vacay in May. Okay. It cool. was great. Just to get away, look at the water, yeah, to enjoy some quality time. And it was just great because yeah. you have to know when you can take a break because not everyone see it. Not, not everyone see it. And they're not yeah. going to understand it. They're not going <laughs> to understand when you're saying, I'm tired. I'm going to take a little break. They're yeah. not going to understand it easy. So it is. But yeah. it's a part of it. It's a part of how it goes. So agree. So, when, so what, what got you? What? Okay, so did you wake up one morning and say, you know, hey, actually, let me back up. I'll say that question for later. 
<laughs> let me start. Let me start still from the from the beginning. So you okay. start cooking at six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, cause you like we we was talking out um in the lobby because you went to um the world famous, the prestigious <laughs> Southern University, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I went to Capital hey. first. That's high school. Okay. Then you know I went to school. Then I then I moved here. Okay. Because I was here by twenty one. Okay. Okay. So I was here, and then after I hit here, that was it. I never went back. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So when did you wake up one morning and say, "Hey"? I want to be a chef. I want to. I want to make this a career, and and do my own thing. When, you know, when did you I have that honestly don't know when I had that epiphany because actually, that's a hard one. Because now I think about it, I was always cooking for people. Yeah, you know when I remember that we always when we had potlucks at yeah, the yeah. our place. I was yes, always ma'am. cooking. Then before that, I had a job. Before I worked at a call center and. I was always cooking, you know, so it never really registered. I had someone ask me to cook for an event for them, and I thought, like, oh, okay, cool. You know, and I was having people do that, and I, they were paying me for it. Hell but yeah. I still wasn't saying, oh, I'm going to be a chef. And okay. then it just started happening. And I was like, you know, I think I want to do this. You know, I want to get me a little business going. So yeah. I did some research. I checked on some things, see how I could go about it, just to be a home-based caterer. You know, you have to go through all the steps and just try to see what's what. Yeah. So I kind of did, and I'm like, okay, I think I want to do this. And I think I've been doing it now literally full-time. I'm going to say full-time as yeah. far as me focusing really on Cole's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Maybe 15 years. 12, Dang, that's good. 12 Kudos to 15. To you. But I also had those points where I was just doing it, then I'll stop. Like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to do this or... Maybe I shouldn't do this. You know, I was just up and down with it. But I've been consistent with Cole's Kitchen, I feel, has been since 2017. Okay. So 2017 has been my consistent point with Cole's Kitchen. But before, I know I was doing events, small stuff, little stuff, you know. But I feel my major point of consistency with Cole's Kitchen was 2017. Okay. Okay. Oh. So how how did you, well, I guess you just answered, how did you start? You was doing, you know, just doing little... Little events, stuff yeah, for I'm events just doing, here and there. It was it was really a lot of potlucks at work. Okay. <laughs> it was really Yeah, and, I remember the days we worked for that credit card process. And that's <laughs> like my first thing was I used to come to your desk where I see you and pass like, okay, what did you cook? Because I'm going to that uh, you know, I don't see you at work. I'm like, okay, which one did you cook? Because I'm going to that first <laughs> and I'm gonna try and figure out a way Everybody that I can just take all do. of it. You Everybody know, like, used to do and that I'm not going to guess anyone else because I'm still, you know, friends with people on that right. job, and they'll probably listen to this or whatever about <laughs> this episode. So, yeah, I uh, have people saying my food that. was bad. No, I'm not saying that, but Nicole's was better. You know, it's you know, it's different tiers and shit. Oh, you know? that's funny because <laughs> it's funny because people don't do that. Like, what you cook? What did you cook? What you bring? Yeah, which one is you? Which bring? one is your pan? Yeah. Okay, I just need to know that. All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some of that, and right. I'll go check everything else out. And I was like, okay. But it was definitely, that's definitely how it was. Like, yeah. people always just come to me and like, what did you cook? What did you cook? Or it would be like, I would bring my lunch because I, I bring my lunch. Yeah. And people like, who was heating up food in the break room? Yeah, Who was, yeah. <laughs> who was yeah. that in the break room? That smelled good. And then everybody end up at my desk like, you the one who got the break, you break room share, stanking? You? <laughs> you got the break room stanking up in there? Who, who, what you got? And I was like, oh, I just cook blah, 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 this, this, this. You ain't bring me none? No. 
I, I didn't even know you I, exactly. b- b- before like, today. What exactly the hell? Until you like, smell my food. Yeah, right. How am I bringing something? Me. The, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and that's really how it started because people start saying, I'll pay you to cook what you just cooked. Yeah. And can you bring it to me? So that's how my meal prep started because uh-huh. people would literally say, whatever you cook for your lunch, just cook me some too and I'm going to pay you. You know, gotcha. and I'm like, okay. okay, Nicole, you can start really... You know, focusing you start on throwing them dollars. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> mm, and it wasn't. And the crazy thing right. is, it really wasn't even about the money. Yeah, it was just that I love to do it. And then it really made me feel better when it feel really good when people would just smell my food. Yeah, and it's and like they know something that that's a hit. They'll, yeah. they'll know she's cooking. Uh, what she cooked though, I want some of her food. So Hell yeah. And like I said, I have a lot of co- old coworkers that still hit me up like, hey. Can you do this for me? Or da 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 da. I was like, sure, you know, it's no problem. I have no problem with it. So that's how I feel I really got into it because it was more of my coworkers wanting food. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I always cook for my family. I always did that. That's that's yeah. natural. But at the end of the day, it was definitely a lot of my coworkers just asking me, Can I buy this from you? Can you cook this and I'll pay you or whatever? And that's what really made me refocus on. Really, just doing Cole's Kitchen as a business, okay. Instead of just being a friend that's cooking food for everybody. <laughs> Heck yeah! So it's like that old saying. It's an old saying, but it got real popular in one of the Batman movies. The one, the one where the Joker play Heath Ledger. If you're really good at something, you shouldn't do it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And that's true. <laughs> and that is true. You know, some people say that's messed up, but like you said, there's a lot of time and resource that go into a lot of stuff: yes. catering, photography, um, Any, you know, anything uh, you have accounting, going on. Yeah. You have to, you people don't look at, you have to pay for the whole time that someone is involved and doing what they love to do. You know, you need it. You need a service. If you need a service, you should pay for that service. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and people don't think about that all the time. They don't think of the whole layout of how the behind the scenes is for photography. They don't look at the fact that you had to book that event. Sometimes (laughs) I got to take off from work. I got to request a day off or I got to beg my manager. Fortunately, I will say this, my management team in my day job, they're very accommodating when it comes to my photography. Even if the schedule is already made, mm-hmm. if I come, shout out to my to my boss, Krista. I say, Krista, look, be real with you, dog. Um, and she, you know what? Funny thing about Crystal, she's not. She's from Texas. She's from Sealy, but she loves Louisiana culture. She is out <laughs> in Louisiana more times than I am, and I'm and freak, we, we from, from there. there. <laughs> she she was just in Slidell like last month. Oh wow! She's a daiquiri queen. So shout out to my 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 boss, Crystal. <laughs> and I go up to her some days like, hey, look. I got this, you know, I got this customer. They've already paid me. You know, kid. She's like, yeah, you know, she's like, all right, cool. She's never asked for no kickback. She's never asked for no, mm-hmm. just, you know, just that kind of, she's just but that the type th- of person. But the thing is, person, that's also you know? just being a good person. Yeah. You know? And when I do have events, I'm grateful that my job, I have a lot of vacation time, sick days or whatever. If I do have to schedule, which usually I don't have to take off from work to do my catering. I usually do it on the weekend because that's how I make sure I book it that way. But it's times that I might just be tired after that event, so I'm just going to book to take that day off, that yeah. Monday or that Friday before the event. It just depends on what I have going on. So that's also something you have to look at being an entrepreneur and having a full-time job yeah. because you have to weigh out when, when your vacation time works in or how your you know sick days are, whatever it is, what your personal time. Yeah. You have to factor all that in when you're doing events, but... Because, again, you still have to go to the grocery store. You still have to do all those yep. things to get all that stuff. So in the midst of all that, you just have to find the time to do everything you need to do. So Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, now, and what would you say is your, do you have a specialty? Like, are you especially, you know, I know, like, some chefs, 
you know, especially it, you know, it's, you know, let's say Italian food or, you know, whatever. You, you think you, you just all around. Show I you have cook a, everything. Okay. I okay. feel I feel I can cook everything and I cook everything well. I feel seafood is my real specialty. Okay. I love redfish. Oh, so okay. Everybody fries catfish, you know, that's just the basic thing. They like tilapia. Especially down south. Yeah, right, yeah. another one. But yeah. it's something about redfish that really is I don't is think I've great. ever had redfish. And when it's fried, it's even better. Oh. I can grill it. I oh. can put it in the skillet. But I think one of my best things is I love shrimp personally. Yeah, yeah But too. seafood is off the top, the thing. But redfish is one of the best things I feel is on my menu okay. at this time of cooking. And it's not necessarily a specialty or something, but it's just something that I feel is really good on my menu right now. I have a lot of customers that order it because once I introduce them to it, okay. like, man, that fish was good. Like, I didn't know, you know, like, you have to introduce people because so many people have point. that. Yeah, so many people have that mind. Oh, I just want catfish. I just want That's what we used to be that, eating since we was young, yeah, especially down south. Yeah, yeah, that's all they know is catfish. But you have to also incorporate other seafood. It's, it's so much other out there. Flounder's a good one. My yeah. dad, my dad is several years ago introduced me to Flounder because he lived out there by um a point in my time well my dad lived on the southwest and then he used to shop a lot over there like in Chinatown mm -hmm. off like Bel Air and mm -hmm. so you start getting flounder and I was like, oh shoot, flounder's not too bad. Yeah. You know and you know flounder's just that it's so thin. Like, yeah. It's, still, it's still a good texture, but it's really thin. But I like orange roughy. I never heard of that. That's oh brand my God. new to me. Okay. <laughs> I got to Google that one. Right yeah, okay. but you know what? It's a light fish, but it really has a good texture to it. But it's really good, but it's expensive. Oh, okay. It's expensive, but you, but it's good. Once it's cooked. Okay. It's worth know, the money. It's worth the okay. money. It, it's like. Shrimp. I don't mind paying for stuff, whether <laughs> if it's someone's service or particular food, or even like when I got to go occasion buy new camera equipment or computers, like, is it worth the money? Yes. yes. Okay, then I, I, I'll, I'll buy it. Right. You know? And I'm I'm that person. You, like, you, can't, you know, you can't be cheap all the damn time about everything. <laughs> you can't like, be cheap on everything. Some people everything. freaking kill me with that, man. Like, goodness. People don't think about that, but, like, I love Argentina, Argentina red shrimp. They are delicious. Heard that. Okay. Yep. Wow. I'm telling you, you have to get, you have to really research yeah. your seafood and stuff. Since I love seafood so yeah. much, I will definitely search it and, do what I have to do. I love bass. Bass okay. is something that... I haven't had don't... bass in a while, but I've had it. Yeah, bass pretty so good. I yeah. love it. So you have to know what to incorporate and try new things because if okay. you don't, yeah. you would get so stuck with always eating catfish. Yeah. And because that's usually what everybody has, what everybody sells. But there's so many other fish in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> the quote of phrase. Look, literally. <laughs> no pun intended, but yeah. So many <laughs> other fish in the sea. Yeah. So Dang. you have to try it out, but... Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. See, you learned yeah, something yeah, new tonight. Absolutely. <laughs> now you got my the gears in my head turning even further because even going back to like what it takes because if someone ordered something like the what you said the Argentinian shrimp, Argentina red shrimp, yes. Argentina red shrimp. Okay, I don't. I, I've never seen that in Fiesta, H E B, Kroger. So it's <laughs> like if you got a, a client that wants that for their event, you probably got to go to. I don't want you to divulge any of your secrets, but you got to go to a specialty store and get that. And the price is Different. X amount for X amount of pounds, yeah. and then there's a cost to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you know, it trickles down. It's like, okay, this ain't your normal everyday, <laughs> you know, golf jumbo the shrimp you can get from anywhere, yeah. you know. And the thing okay. is, I'm and I'm very particular about my seafood. Oh, it got to so be. I have to be fresh. I have to have fresh seafood. I hate buying seafood at the store. It's prepackaged. So I'm going to try to get my seafood as fresh as possible. I don't hold my food in the freezer too long. 
um, when I have events, I literally shop the week of the event. I'm not shopping two weeks or three weeks or a month in advance because a lot of people do that because that's what, you know, some people do. But I'm that chef that I like stuff as fresh as I possibly can get it. Gotcha, yeah. Because that's just how I feel yeah. food should be. I don't like to hold on to something forever. I don't want something just sitting there. It has to be as fresh as it possibly can be. So you have to incorporate everything. Yeah, and I think that's just the quality from, and I'm not trying to put, you know, our homestead on a pedestal, but <laughs> I think that's just the quality. With just seafood. Cook, yeah, seafood and just the Louisiana culture, because, yeah. like, growing up, like, I remember I was in elementary school, maybe, like, kindergarten or something, and I used to watch my mom cook, you know, and I, one of the fondest memories I have growing up is, like, I love bell peppers as a kid. I was a weird kid, <laughs> but... You know, my mom, whatever my mom would cook something with bell peppers, like, she'll cut one in half and give it to me. I just love bell Even to this day, I still love bell peppers. I don't eat them as often as I did. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember my parents, when they went shopping, holding on. Like, nowadays, you know, people freeze stuff for 15 mm -hmm. months. And there's nothing Not wrong with wrong that. With it's, it. Yeah, but it's like, when you buy something, you're cooking it that week. Yeah. You know. You uh, might have a few things that you get that may be in there for extra, just a little. Yeah. But you weren't buying super bulk stuff. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like you had food for months in advance. Or exactly. 10 months yeah. in advance. So I get that. My mom would stock up. I can't lie. She would stock up. But my mom cooked every day. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. She cooked. So it wasn't in the in the freezer just, fridge for long. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. She yeah. cooked every day. So that was just something that happened in our household. But... I, I I think it's just something in my head. <laughs> I just don't like food to sit too, too long because that bothers me. Gotcha. I hate to waste. I hate I hate wasting food. I <laughs> I feel that Same here. food should not food should be eating. If you eat if you have it, you should eat it. So it should not be waste. If it's it it just makes That's sense. That's another thing too. We said coach, I remember growing up, you eat Everything. You yes. Eat, Whatever's you on that plate, waste. you gonna yes. eat it. <laughs> exactly. And see, right. as a kid, I didn't like black eyed peas. I remember that. So I still don't like black eyed peas. But I remember so vividly my mom would fix my plate and I would sit there for hours because I wasn't moving until wow. I ate those black eyed peas. And I was like, I just never have like I don't like the smell. Okay. I didn't like any beans growing up. I growing up oddly enough, it's shame on me. I did not like red beans and rice growing what? up. I, I know, I know that's blasphemy. That's, that's I know, a that's a staple in Louisiana. I know, I know every Monday, every Monday in Louisiana, pretty much you have red beans and rice. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and maybe <laughs> maybe that was it. Maybe it was just I was fed too much of it. I got burned out. But then, as an adult, now I love it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was so weird because I remember going back to like you said, you didn't know I was married when I was going through my divorce. I stayed with my dad for a little bit. My dad, you know, has family recipe, you know, red beans and rice he fixed. And, man, like, I damn near ate the whole fucking pot by myself. Like, he fixed the big pot. And I was trying to watch him. And, you know, not to Make bring sure. things down on a sad note, but it's like, he, he, you know, I came home from work one day. I was working this little BS job. Came home. He's like, oh, I got dinner ready, son. I was like, okay. And it's like, red beans and rice. And I was like, man, that smells good. So, you had the ball. I was like, okay. I was like, dude, um, I was like, dude, I was like, I ain't bringing lunch to work. I was like, this is, and I stay up late at night still to 3, 4. I was like, dude, I'm going to probably finish this pot while I'm watching movies at 3, 4, 5. He's like, man, do your thing-ish, whatever. And then the next time he cooked it, I was trying to, and I hate the fact that I had to go to work, and I'm trying to stay in the kitchen and to watch see. him to see how he did <laughs> it and everything. And then he told me, he's like, oh, it's your grandmother's recipe. And I was like, oh, okay. 
And you know, my dad ended up passing away, then my grandmother passed away. And I remember I was out in Louisiana during my grandmother's services. I was like, man, I really wish I would have known my mom's red beans and rice recipe. And my cousins looked at me and was like, Ishmael, you idiot. There's no recipe. Like, you just do it. Just, like, there's, yeah. there's no, oh there's no precision. And oh, I'm like, my God. Really? And they're like, so yeah. It's like, saying that. that's nothing, too. My, uh, <laughs> my grand, like, we stayed out. When my mom passed away, I was married at the time. So me and my wife, we go to Louisiana for the services and stuff. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother, she would wake up 9 a.m. in the morning, fix red beans and rice. And my, my ex-wife, we was at my, my, my Aunt Ducey's house. Shout out to my Aunt Ducey. And <laughs> we were staying in the guest room. And the smell woke up my, me and my wife. And, you know, I'm immune to it. My wife, she's from Rhode Island, you know, so she didn't oh, know. She did, but yeah. She yeah, she know. Yeah. That. And so my ex-wife was like, Ishmael, um, I think like she went to the restroom or something. She's like, Ishmael. I was so like, good. she's like, why is your 90-something-year-old grandmother in the kitchen, kitchen <laughs> cooking red beans? And I was like, because that's what 90-year-old oh, grandmothers in Louisiana do. do, and that's... <laughs> what the heck she wants you know, to it's do. It's crazy and that you say it like that because <laughs> that is so true. Like, that was something that's funny because I'm a preacher's kid, is yeah. the fact. Okay. But I remember my mom getting up on Sunday before church and cooking food or, you know, my great aunt, she would cook and have meals ready. It's just, that was just it. You were going to get up and food was going to be ready because by the time you got home from church, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you needed to eat or if you were coming home by the time we came home from school, Dinner was ready. It yeah, no was, doubt. I, I honestly don't ever remember my mom cooking once we got home me from neither. school. You no, know, like me it was always done. That that it was done, or either it was still cooking like red beans. Yeah, yeah. You would, let, you would get up in the morning and put them yeah. on and let them cook all day. And people ask me all the time, like, "Can you give me your recipe for something?" Or "Can I have your recipe?" And I hate saying it to people, but there's it, really no recipe. It's no recipe. Per se. Yeah, you because just I can smell something and see if I need more seasoning, or I can add something. It's just automatic. When I'm cooking, I literally don't measure, and I'm in the process of trying to work on a cookbook, and that's the hardest thing. Oh goodness, that's the hardest thing ever. <laughs> you to might as well put in the book until you smell the oregano. <laughs> it's not done. You know, it's just like I'm until you smell the black pepper. When you know when when the the black pepper overwhelms you, it's ready to go in the oven. You know, so <laughs> it's so hard because I have to really figure out like how much of something I need to use. Yeah, yeah. How, how much I need to do, or do I need ten? Ten, you know, tablespoon of this or a cup of this, I don't know. Yeah, you know, people always say, "Just give me a recipe." So I'll give them the ingredients of what goes into something. Yeah, and I'll tell them how I do it. And I know people think I'm being rude. You just don't want to give out your recipe. It's not that. Yeah, it's really not. It's just a fact of the matter. See, now I have this episode, and I can vouch. It's it's true. We think, <laughs> oh, you don't know, seasoning. you just do. It's just something you do. And I, I'm like the with the red beans. People mm. have asked me several times, like, "How you make your red beans?" I just put them in the pot and I season them and I chop up the onion, the bell pepper. You know, you put yeah. all that seasoning in there and you just let them go, you know, and that's what I do. And people are like, what else you put in there? Because I was like, put your meat, you know, you, yeah, you yeah. put your water and you literally, I love to put on beans at night. I like to wake oh, up to the okay. smell of red beans. So at night I'll put them on. Let them cook on low all night. So by the time you get up that morning, you know, you do, like you say, yeah. you do the finishing touches, but your house is smelling divine. <laughs> it yeah. smells divine. When you cooking red beans, that's the best thing in the world to cook because they're delicious. Oh, yeah. They're creamy. You know, it's just something about a good pot of red beans and candy yams. 
<laughs> yeah, and you know, it's funny. Going back to that story of my ex-wife, like, she had my grandmother's, my mom's red beans and rice. Like, it literally blew her mind. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, This is so what? good. Because I think prior to that, all she had was like, or again, you know, she's from Rhode Island, and, and she was half she was half Jamaican, half Puerto Rican. So, you know, they, you know, Jamaicans and Puerto Ricans, they cook a whole different yeah. entirely thing of food. Yes. So, she, yeah, she's had red beans before, but it was only like Popeyes, church, you know, mm-hmm. like that's not really red beans, right per se. It's red but beans, right? Homegrown <laughs> Louisiana Southern cooked red beans, like it literally like knocked Blue her socks off. <laughs> and like it was so like you know like family start coming out. She's telling like all my cousins like. I didn't know mama could cook it with like. And my cousins look at me like, this like you didn't tell this didn't woman. Tell I'm like, her. it never came up. <laughs> now she knows. Like, I just want to take mama back to Texas. And she goes like, whoa, whoa, hold, hold on. Mama's a handful. She can stay right, right where she here. Right? Like, I love mama, but no, she can stay here. We can. We can get a recipe. She, yeah, we can. She can talk yeah. you through it. Yeah. Call on the phone. Yeah. Exactly. Like, goodness. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy, but. Like I said, that's one of the staples. If you're from Louisiana, you don't eat red beans. That's weird. Yeah, as a kid, I couldn't stand no kind of beer. Oh bean shame on me. Now it's like, oh, and my, you know, my sister, shout out to my sister Zena. She cooks a, a, a good thing of red beans and rice. Because I, I went out there to her house. It was for my birthday a couple years ago. And she, it was a Sunday. And, uh, it, you know, she had on red beans and rice. And I'm like, give me the whole pot. Don't ask no questions. <laughs> it's my birthday weekend. I don't want to hear shit from you. <laughs> Notice it's your house. Get me a beer. Oh, the Saints game is on. Even better. better. Yes. I, I, can enjoy, I can really enjoy it myself. Yes. I like to say, I remember those days. Like, it was in our house a staple every Monday. We had red beans and rice. Wow. Every, every Monday, it never fell. We had red beans and rice. And if we didn't have red beans, that was something wrong. Literally. We had red beans every Monday in our house. And then during the week, my dad like, really liked beans. So we would either have a navy bean or butter bean or something. Okay. We had another bean at some point gotcha. during okay. during the week. But Monday, we definitely would Yeah, I remember out. I remember hearing about that. Like yeah. I mean I, I never like my parents were just random. Like they just cooked stuff when they wanted whenever, to but, yeah, yeah. But like I remember growing up listening like, oh red beans and rice Mondays. And, and now like uh black eyed peas. Like I love black eyed peas. I could eat I just <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> With just a, and I know it's bad. You can't have too much salt, but just to sprinkle a little bit of salt on them, I'm I'm good to go. Give me some hot sauce. And you know what? It's crazy because as much as I love red beans, and I may be weird, and and nobody else may do it, uh-huh. but I put ketchup on my red beans. That's a new one for me. I put I, ketchup on my red beans. When damn. I eat them, I like my jalapenos, I like my ketchup, and I like a little hot sauce. But for some reason, I don't know what the ketchup does, but. I yeah, everybody, my- whatever folks you bought. <laughs> I never heard that before. Hey, more probably. But like you. I said, it's not everybody, uh, yeah. and nobody really say they eat their beans like that, but I love red beans and rice with ketchup. Huh, that's a new one. Never heard that one but before. But it's good. Look, it's good. Wow. I, hey, I'm, I'm prone to try new things. <laughs> you know, speaking of, of hot sauce, Louisiana is like the hot sauce capital of the, the world. A lot of hot sauce companies are, are based oh, in Louisiana. Your opinion, what's your favorite hot sauce? I'm going to say Louisiana hot sauce, the regular Louisiana hot sauce. Okay. I mean, there's so many other ones, but I think it's because that base of the Louisiana hot sauce is stable. Okay. Like, even if you have the habanero one or the honey habanero, you still get that same set of fire you need throughout consistently. Gotcha. With that. But get some good old Louisiana hot sauce. 
and I'm good to go. Like you say, it's ton. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying the other ones are bad. Yeah, yeah, just but your, your personal I like preference. Yeah. Louisiana hot sauce. Like I'm not really a big fan of Tabasco. I think I, I'm I'm a texture person. It doesn't seem like it's thick enough for me. You know, Louisiana gotcha, hot yeah. sauce has that yeah, thickness it's a little, to it. Yeah, yeah it has yeah. that thickness to it. So I like that consistency of it, and the, the flavor is good. So. Okay, for me, it's crystal. You like crystal? I love I love crystal, and I tell you, yeah, I hate to keep bringing up my marriage, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but like, man, when I was married, I put I forgot how I discovered crystal when I was married, but. I, I I put it on everything. Everything. Yeah. And I love it because <laughs> it's not, to me, Crystal really is, and maybe it's my immunity or whatever, but yeah, it's hot, but it's also tangy. Okay. I like that little, that, that little, little tang to that it. That vinegar, you know? that more yeah, vinegar Yeah, yeah. I so. love that. Yeah. I put, uh, you know, and I, I think put that's, that I on my steaks. That. I put that on French fries. Mm. I put that on everything. Like, I get it because with the um, Louisiana hot sauce, you have that cayenne. Mm-hmm. Flavor in it, you, yeah. you really get that cayenne hit. So I'm I'm prone to cayenne. I like the cayenne. Gotcha. So. And my dad loved the one. I forget the brand. You probably know the one that got the pepper in it. The oh green yeah, pepper. trapeze or something like sounds, that. Yeah, sounds sounds about I right. Think that's yeah, the one you're talking about. Yeah, my dad he loved hot stuff like the hotter the, the hotter better. the better. I'm like, dude, you gonna? <laughs> it's a, I mean, like, dude, you gonna play like having a heart attack? The hell, dude. Mm, <laughs> nothing's wrong with heat. I can't lie. I love, yeah. I love my spice. So, but I mean, I'm I there. like spice too. But I like to be able to enjoy, it. and I guess that's why I like crystal so much because it's it's hot but not too hot. hot. And like you said, the the the, the vinegary taste, it put a little twang on it, and I can still enjoy my food and mm-hmm. get a little extra kick out of it. So, yeah. yeah. And that's just like eating when when you eat your crawfish, you have to have them hot. If you don't eat crawfish spicy, something wrong with you. I I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> if your nose not running when you're eating crawfish, something's definitely wrong with you. I couldn't agree more. I, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, that that's that's a must. You gotta be. You have to be. I, I put it to you like this. Look, you have if to it's be. not, if it does not clear your sinuses, you not. And, and you know, crawfish season coincidentally, it you know, crawfish season is during that time where the allergies, like springtime, you know, where allergies that's pick true. up. That's true. Crawfish done right, like you said, is the perfect. Cure for science. Open up those signs, just pass its ways and <laughs> that, stuff. You know what? Man. That makes a lot of sense because you if your if your nose is not clear after you eat some good crawfish. Oh hell yeah. Something's wrong with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Something's it, wrong. Yeah. God, you make me homesick. I have to drive to Louisiana. <laughs> um why drive? I can cook. Just order some food for me. I, that's true too. I yeah, I'm saying much. Just yeah, order it. That's all that, you have to do. Damn you, straight. You just yes. Follow me on Instagram. Just just like you send me this message, you can say, "Hey, Nicole, put me <laughs> on need, your uh, food I need, list." Uh, yeah, I need Look, a, put me on your food list. Put me on the food blast. Yes. You know, I'll yeah have my coworkers uh, fucking jealous, and yeah, I'll spread the word. I ain't gonna keep too many <laughs> you ain't gonna keep me to myself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, but, you gonna share Ishmael? Like, absolutely not. But I'll give you a number and, and, and email and stuff. You need to order your own. Exactly. That's what <laughs> you have to do. That's what you have to do. So <laughs> make sure. All you have to do is call me up. Let me know, and we good to go. Ishmael. Absolutely. And what about you know? We talked about like, our main course of heavy foods, but what about desserts? You do desserts too? You know, I'm not a baker, but I make a hell of a banana pudding. You I know what? You're right. Because <laughs> back in the day, I think you fixed me some banana pudding. Yeah. I forgot about that. Damn. Banana pudding and Green's peach Point. cobblers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Grease Point. Yeah. Oh, and, um, 
damn, Ella and like Kirkendall. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Had that yeah, little yeah, yeah. crappy ass apartment on uh, <laughs> I put myself on blast. Hell, I got to start somewhere. Yep, you got to start somewhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, I make I make banana pudding. That's that's my that's my major dessert cuz okay. I, I make it from scratch. Oh, um, snap. Okay. Yeah, I do peach cobbler and sweet potato pie. Okay. That those are the major my major three desserts. I don't do I'm I think again it goes into that measurement thing. Yeah. Bacon has a lot of measuring. That's yes. Those yeah. those three desserts that I just named to you, I don't I can eye them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and know what I need. I don't have to, gotcha. you know, do a lot of measuring. So those three items I make and that's my solid. Okay. I'm okay. not going to step into a, a zone that I don't like to be in and I don't like that's to bake. Dope. Look, okay. I don't like to bake, so that's That's it. what's up. Okay. Yep. So when would you say on average, and of course, we're going to take the whole COVID thing and throw that out the window because COVID has <laughs> messed everything up. Yes, it's messed everything up. When would you see it, say it's like your busiest time of the year? <sighs> wedding season, definitely. Because so what you say is wedding season, like... Let's say, I'm going to say graduation. So I'm going to say between graduations and oh. May... Man. And summer wedding, so from May to maybe August okay. is your busiest time because I did have a lot of people doing me having me do graduation parties, gotcha. but a lot of weddings, people like summer weddings. Yeah. So that's something. You don't get a whole lot of winter weddings. Yeah. But I'm true. also busy during the holidays because I was I gonna do, ask you that. Yeah, yeah, during the holidays I'm booked I hell I'm booked now for some holiday. Oh, that's meals. good. Terrific. So, Congratulations. Um that's it's just holidays. Certainly Thanksgiving. Okay. Christmas is kind of, but Thanksgiving yeah. is my busiest time for holidays because everyone is wanting, you know, yeah. again, my sweet potato pie or banana pudding, and they want full meals, you know. Yeah. I have some people, I cook their whole Thanksgiving meals for them. Damn. So, yeah. I was actually, because I know, you know, knowing you personally, I know that you like to go out back to Baton Rouge with your family during the holidays, so it's like, how do you... Balance that when you have because all my orders. family's here now. Oh, they are. My oh, mom okay. is know that. Okay. here now. Oh, okay. And that's my good. brother lives here now. Okay, my brother's that's married good. and have kids. So, okay, that's what's up. So okay. my family is here now, so I don't have to go there as much. Okay, so it's 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 good now. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, okay. it's much better. And um, my dad passed away last year, so oh, condolences, mom. I so it was like you know, it's it's no need to really because since my mom is here, it's like whoop. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. even better. And my Maybe. brother is here. You know, so yeah. I don't have to really go. I go visit because I, I still have friends and family yeah. there, but I don't have to do, like, my immediate family. My gotcha. mom is, is here. So, oh, my that's brother. what's up. Okay. So I don't have to balance that out. So it's like I can still do my catering and yeah. do everything here because... Um, yeah, because your family's here. Because okay. my family's here. So gotcha. okay. that's a good thing. That's, that's how that works out. So. Okay. But I also have people that I don't even cook for everyone that's just here in... Houston, I do a lot of work in Fort Worth. I do a lot of work in oh, Dallas. Sweet. Okay. So two of my orders I have for Thanksgiving are coming out of Dallas. One's coming out of wow. Fort Worth and one's coming out of Dallas. And those people have already booked <laughs> and wow, okay. paid and did everything. And then I have my, when I do put out my um, flyer for mm -hmm. Thanksgiving for this year, I put it out starting in October to get everybody ordering in by November so I can get everything, everything together. together. Yep. Golly, that's going to be overwhelming. Wow. And you know it's not. It's not. It doesn't. It's not. A, again, when you do something you love, those yeah. type of things don't. You figure overwhelm. out a way. Yeah. yeah you don't. It, those you sit type down, of things you don't. Plan, you get right. Think about it. You know, yeah. it doesn't overwhelm you like you think it would. But, and then doing that, I've done this for so long. It's like a second nature. I know. Gotcha. You know what all I need. What I need to put together. How I need to do it. 
and it's more of a second nature type of situation. So okay, all right, that's what's up. Okay, ah, uh, learn something new every day. Okay, <laughs> all right, Izzy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what's up. So, yeah. Um, what would you say is probably like the just ballpark? If you don't want to give this information up, that's fine. What's like the most expensive catering thing that you did, you've done? Or, or, the, or actually, the, the, I won't get into your numbers, that's your business, but what's like the biggest catering thing you, you ever had to accommodate? Like I did a wedding, and it was actually um, one of my very first large events uh -huh. um, for a couple in Dallas, in the Dallas area. And I think their wedding had like 300, maybe Damn. right at 300, maybe a little bit more than that. It was right it was between three and 400 people. Damn, okay, uh, wow. It was a lot of food involved. Ooh, it was ooh, a wee. lot. So with had, that, you have to cook that up there, right? Yeah. It makes sense to cook it up there. I, I literally had to pack up my truck and take everything up there wow. and cook up there. Damn. <laughs> I had cases of chicken and everything. And then, you know, you buy food up there. You know, I had yeah, to buy, buy stuff, my stuff in bulk, but I had cases of chicken and, you know, I had green beans. I had all this stuff, but again, I think it was between three and 400 it was okay. it was a large wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a decent. And then you had wedding. happy hour and the main meal, so you had a little appetizers throughout the happy hour time, and I had the main meal as well. I hired oh, a staff. I hired a staff for that event. So I bet you know that's again. I ain't think about that. I forget about like App. with big events. Yeah, with appetizers, your main thing, dessert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of food, a lot of cooking. <laughs> Look, you really thinking yeah, about like, it? Yeah, I, I think really, it's really, in, a, in a, like, holy cow, like appetizer. Yeah. Goodness. Yes. Wow. It takes a lot. I bet it does. But it's Man. fun. Like I said, again, to me, and I'll never forget doing that event, I stayed up for 30 plus hours. I believe it. That, because yeah. I literally may have dozed off for 30 minutes, but I wanted to make sure everything was in place. For this event. And like I said, again, this is my very first time really doing something that large. Yeah. So it was very I'm I'm very personal with my food. Yeah. Like I, I take things personal when it doesn't go right Absolutely. or if it doesn't come out right. And people like that's me all how the time, any entrepreneur should be. You know, yeah, I'm very passionate craft, about it. Whatever, if it's yeah. something that if I see it and I don't think I would eat it, I'm not gonna give it to my client. I don't care what happens. I'm gonna redo it. And then make it work because yeah. I don't want you to ever feel that you got something or you were shorted something yeah. that you were provided. I provided a service for. So if you're passionate about it and you want it, but I remember that I stayed up for 30 plus hours and I honestly, to this day, don't know what kept me going. It, it probably was probably a passion. Did. Yeah. Probably and passion adrenaline. And, yeah. I'm about to say the <laughs> adrenaline rush. And when I yeah. did sit down, I think I crashed. But oh, it got to, yeah. I was like, did. oh, my God. I was like, but at the end of the day, I love. I would do it all over again because I loved it. I kid you oh, not. Oh, you it's sound crazy. like me. Oh, I my God. I would do it all over again. If it take for me to stay up 30 hours again just to do it, I would do it all over again. And I'm that person that I don't have to hear people say they enjoy my food. I like to watch people eat my food because people eat with their expressions. Agreed. They eat with their eyes. So 
So if I'm watching then the person... Then you see people, a motherfucker like me, going back for seconds, <laughs> thirds, taking some home. Like, slapping, you got some to-go boxes. Fight, I'm fighting got some to-go boxes. Shit. I need some boxes. Little kid, you don't fucking pay for this shit. Get the fuck out of here, little kid. I'm getting some here. So, yeah, so it's it's very, very... Like I say, I just love to watch people eat. Yeah. Even when I cook for my family and my friends and stuff, I still like to watch them eat to see how they're enjoying yeah. the food itself. So it's just like, I like to watch... And it's just weird. That's dope. And again, hey. I don't eat. Yeah. And you know, people are like, how you cook all this food and don't eat anything? Because again, it's just too much. But when I do sit down and eat, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. But I just like to enjoy people. I like to watch people. No, I, I, could, I could definitely relate to that because it's how, how crazy it is being an entrepreneur. That's just like last month, I had a client of mine. Um, she's a radio personality. Um, a chick named Fancy. Shout out to Fancy. I did a photo shoot with her at the studio on a Wednesday. And then she split up the photo shoot time. She wanted to take pictures at the studio. And then she wanted, like, some evening pictures. I was like, okay, well, come. You know, I'm here on Thursdays doing the podcast. I'm like, okay, well, come here because we got a lot of stuff to play with in the lobby, as you can see, you know, and did pictures there at the lobby. And then she needed her pictures back no later than Saturday morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Eddie it was her birthday that Eddie. Monday, so she needed... <laughs> no, it was two-part thing because she needed to, she needed some pictures to submit to some magazine by Saturday, like, at 6 o'clock p.m., mm-hmm. so she wanted a picture no later than Saturday morning, and then her birthday, I think, was, like, that following Monday. And she wanted her birthday pictures done. Yeah, she wanted... So, like, I stayed up <laughs> Thursday night... You know, and, and then I had the podcast to do too. So oh, yeah. we was here. She got here a little late. She had some makeup problems or whatever. And we shot out there in the lobby. And then my podcast guests come in. And, you know, they had to wait a little bit, but it was cool. So we took pictures there. And then, you know, as soon as I got home, and actually I was a little late releasing that podcast episode because you that working. Thursday night, <laughs> Friday, I bring my laptop to work. So Friday, I get to work a little early. So I could have time. I got to work an hour early, sat in the break room, adding her pictures, mm. go to lunch Friday, adding her pictures, yeah. go home Friday night, adding her pictures so yeah. I could have Saturday morning I and, totally and email them to her it. and everything. And then Saturday when I get off work, it's like, oh, crap, I got to edit this podcast episode mm. for it to come out. And I promised the guest I had to come out, you know, Monday, at, you know, by noon or whatever is the usual time I drop a podcast episode. So it's like, Shit, I was busy until, like, <laughs> Monday night, I freaking crashed. I like, get it. yeah. I, I it, get it. Because you think about it, like, me working a full-time job, on my lunch break sometime, guess what? I have to go to the restaurant supply store. I have to oh, go pick up, that. you know, something. Okay. Because, again, I can't do everything on yeah. Saturday because there's no way you... It's not enough hours in the day. It's not. To do everything. So sometimes on my lunch break, guess what? I'm going to work for Cole's Kitchen. Or yeah. If I am, like you saying, I'm, I'm on my lunch break writing my artists down that I have yeah. for the week or whatever, I still have a lot of stuff I'm doing regardless. So you never have that, oh, I'm going to sit down and do nothing day. <laughs> it's never. Because being an entrepreneur is seven that It's 24-7. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's literally 24-7. Let me ask you, as an entrepreneur, do some days... You have to force yourself to shut down and relax. Yes. I find myself doing that. Yes. Like, I have to. You know, my body, I'm at the age now and my body tells me, girl, sit your ass down. And literally, I'm like, I'm just, I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. This is my weekend to not do nothing. Good for you. This, this Good Saturday, you. I was like, I just want to 
And it sounds Damn, like... Damn, I wish I was off this Saturday. We could go hang out, play some pool or something. I got to work Saturday. This Saturday is my Saturday to do nothing. I just want to sit down and wash and fold clothes. That's what I want to do on my Saturday. I know that's right. Because during any other time, you know, I have to find time. I'm putting a load of clothes and washing the mister, going to work in the morning or yeah. putting a load in the dryer because you got to get things in when you can get them in because you're busy. And this past, honestly, since June, I've been super busy. That's I've good. Busy is good. For right. It very period. much yeah. so. But I've been so busy till I just said my life has just been crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, I want, I'm looking forward to Saturday. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or the Saturday. I'm going to do my little minor shopping. And I don't know how many orders I'm going to get since I'm a little late. Okay. But I still have my my steady customers. I have my customers who, I don't care what's going on. Even holiday weekends, they want their food. So yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to have a few orders. But that's, again, I don't feel that's working. But if I have Saturday to sit down and just wash and fold clothes, I'm going to feel like a million bucks. But... Entrepreneur to, life. And you remember me from back at Doug. I was, you know, all into like, still am, you know, the comic books and yes, yes. stuff. And it's like, I have a buddy call me, one of my good friends, Tim. He'll call me like, oh, man, you know, did you see the Loki series? Or did you see that, mm. you know, Marvel thing or whatever? And I'm like, no. And so, you know, really can't talk about it, compare notes. And then I have to remind myself, like, okay, you know what? Take a break. I get home tonight. <laughs> I ain't doing shit. I'm not turning on my laptop. <laughs> I'm, unless it's to watch said show or movie or right. whatever, you know. But I'm not doing anything Barry Media or podcast-related. I'm going to watch things. this, yeah. You literally have to schedule. Like, I promised myself that Saturday I'm going to take time for myself because literally these past couple of months, I've been so busy till I haven't had a break. I might need to start doing that, having and a set know, day where you know, it's going to be my off to, day. Exactly. At least from... To, the Even though you still going to work seven yeah. days a week regardless, but I feel that I've worked 45 days and I haven't had an off day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you have to incorporate your days to be able to still make sure you have a life. Yeah. You know, if you if you don't, you're, you're going to lose yourself inside of being this entrepreneur. You're, you're not going to be happy that, man, I'm putting all my time. Yes, you have to put in the work. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt. You have no to doubt. put in the work, but at the end of the day, why are you going to work so hard and not enjoy it? Yeah, I was told a long time ago, um, <laughs> bring up again, when I was married, my mother-in-law, she told me, because I was real hesitant, this had to be like 2012, it was Christmas of 2012, Best Buy had some Black Friday deals, and you know, I had the money, and I wanted to get a new TV, and I was hesitant to get it, even though, you know, Black Friday is dirt cheap, mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law looks at me, and she's like, you work hard, don't you? I'm like, yes, ma'am, and she's like, Enjoy the fruits of your labor. Go mm-hmm. get that TV. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're you know, right. yeah. A lot of people don't look at it like, you know, <laughs> yeah, being an entrepreneur, that that life is truly, truly, truly hard. But you have to know when you need to take a break. Yeah. Don't let your body just tell you because a lot of times when you By get that, that time point, it's kind of too late. It's too yeah. late. So you have to start planning things. You know, yeah. That is where you book your clients certain days, whatever, whatever. And yes, you're going to have those times that you have a, a client that is an exception for. But start booking it that, you know what, I'm only doing photography on dot, dot, dot day. And I'm only doing this on this, this day. Oh, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to. It's funny you mention that because like, you you probably remember this about me. I'm a big college football fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I love college it's, it's more than, more, I, I, I love we, college look, more NFL. That's how we were. That's yeah. how we talk. That's and, how we talk. Yeah, and I kid you not, I'm gonna start blocking off Saturdays because you, I'm gonna football. go. I'm gonna go to U of H games, 
since the stadiums and stuff back open, it'll uh -huh. be at capacity. And I'm going to go to Prairie View games. Prairie View is like my favorite Texas HBCU. Yeah. yeah. And actually, when I don't know this year if Southern plays TSU, but since Bunny. TSU Looky got Bunny. the youngest there, I'm going to go to that <laughs> game and support, you know, Southern. Yeah. If they come in Houston to, mm -hmm. the, to play TSU, yeah. and if they come this year to Prairie View to play PV, I'm going to go up there. So Saturday is going to be booked. It's going to be blocked you're gonna have to, Like I say, you <laughs> have to figure it out because yeah. that's something you love. You have to be able to incorporate what you love inside of your passion yeah. And, and I ain't life. seen the fellas in a year or two because of COVID <laughs> and shit. We ain't hung out. Man, we're going to yeah. act a fool. See, and that's what people <laughs> need to look at because now that I think about it, I think that's how we really started. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about uh, college colleges football. and stuff. College yeah, we were talking football. about LSU and Southern yeah, and, and so stuff. Yeah, It's crazy because I'm a football Let me ask you girl. This. Um, I know it's because I've seen it on your Instagram. Uh, you still got a thing for Nick Saban, huh? Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> I can't say it's a good Nick Saban, he coached LSU, and he got us one national title when he was coach. And technically, if you look at it, the second national title LSU got, even though Nick had left. He was all the people that he recruited. Exactly. Those were still all of his recruits, mm -hmm. and some of his coaching staff stayed over and worked for Les Miles. So technically, that's another Nick Saban uh, championship title. Yeah, so, I know. I'm, you know, I'm a I, it's just funny to message you about that. It's like you know, Nick Saban, a, a betrayer, a dude, and he goes girl. to Bama and win freaking five championships. It's like, dog, LSU, y'all couldn't have kept Nick. Y'all couldn't, uh, couldn't have threw Nick a couple more million. Like, and come on. Let him, let him stay. Yeah, let him stay. All the championships. Yep. Man, I love that funny, LSU I, shirt with five championships on it. Look, I don't think I've posted anything about that in a while, so you really had to go through my page. Oh, yeah, I went. I, I go back. I was telling my last guest that, the bodybuilder chick, I go back and I look on people's you pages and stuff. You definitely went through like, it. Oh, that's yeah. so funny, but yeah, I'm still a Knicks. And I don't mean to get too much of the college football, but I'm actually going to, um, I was telling this, a co-worker of mine is a big football guy. I'm, I'm going to keep track of Alabama this year because you heard who they got as their offensive coordinator. No, I haven't. I haven't. I've been too busy. I That's been, right. Well, let me let me let look, me break it to speed. Look, I, I haven't <laughs> been in my, my football. Come okay. on now. I'm gonna give you some football knowledge here. Remember the guy who who the Texans just fired as their head coach, Bill O'Brien. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that dude did it, but he's the offensive coordinator for Alabama. What? That's what I said. Like, how the hell <laughs> you? Excuse my French people, but this is the unrestricted truth. How the hell you fuck up the Houston Texans? They made you coach and general manager. You didn't do shit with this team. But then you get hired on with the most decorated college football team ever, oh, especially so in the modern era. It's like Nick Saban, like, you on drugs. Like, you hired, you consciously <laughs> made a decision to hire this guy that couldn't do anything with J.J. Watt, with, with, with Crowney, with all the all this arsenal of guys that the Texans had. So I did not it, it, know it, that. Yeah. He oh got hired my. on. And there's pictures of him now. I, I Googled it. I was talking to another buddy of mine, um, like, Last month, two months ago, whatever, and I, I googled it, and there's pictures of them in the in the training See, facility in Alabama. To, now you're about to yeah. make me go research my college football because I've been I'm slipping. Like, Look, I've been slipping because like, I have not. And you know what? I think also with um, COVID having the football season so off track, yeah, that really made you not know what was going on and what wasn't. You know what was happening, what wasn't happening. So I'm I'm gonna have to check it out. Now you have me on. Yes, yeah, I. Like, Nick Izzy, Saban signed off on this. How can you this? do this to me? Now I got to go home and research some college football. Dang it's, it. It's, I'm like. <gasps> okay. Yeah, they, they go, they go, oh, Brian, and that, and that Alabama game. Well, he got the hat, he got, he's talking to players. He, 
and then the offensive coordinator. Oh my right, god! So he's second in command. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a couple of Alabama games. You know, of course I'm gonna watch the Alabama LSU game, but right. I'm gonna watch like they play their arch rival Auburn a couple other ones because you just want to see how it all works. Yeah, out. because Nick Saban is known for cussing out his coordinators when they do bonehead shit. He does not care if the cameras on here. I I just want to see. That train wreck. Bill O'Brien <laughs> probably gonna do some stupid oh, ass my. play calling, and niggas go slam his head. Oh, <laughs> run him no, out of yeah. Tuscaloosa. See, even if, but even if I'm busy, I'm gonna have to record the games, so I'll be able to go back and watch them later. Because usually the weekend is my busiest time. Oh, yeah, I bet. You know, yeah, that for was the official they made for it. All right. Oh my! Bill freaking O'Brien. Like, they could have gave me the job. Like, I'm better than football it's, coach. You have, no, you have no, no. I'm, I'm better no, football coach no. than the Bill O'Brien. Like, no, damn. No, sir. No, sir. Like, God damn. Come on. <laughs> That's funny. Hell, they, they drinking over there in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> that dude, I'm, I'm hey. It's gonna be interesting. It's yeah. gonna be interesting. I'm, like I said, I'm gonna try to get as much football in as I can, but I know. You know, it just depends on how busy I am to be able to sit down and watch a football yeah. game. So, and even and even just kind of like you know, to, to kind of remind yourself without passing. Because I know sometimes I be intending when I get home, you know, to turn on sports and just catch the highlights and get all the news. And it's like mm -hmm. as soon as I get home, like the other day, I got home, I dropped my backpack, I sat on the couch, I was out. Yeah, I wake up at three in the morning. I realize, oh, oh shit, my. let me get, let me take a shower, get in bed. You <laughs> that know? was Saturday for me because last Saturday I had an event I did, and I was I had been so tired because I've been working some overtime at work. Then I had an event the previous week. I just had been having events back to back. I sat on the sofa that Saturday when I sat, got home, and I literally fell asleep. I was like, oh my god! And it was like eight thirty nine o'clock. I woke up, and I think the last time I seen any type of time, it was like three or four. Damn. And I was like, I took the greatest nap ever. And it was just on the sofa. I sat on the sofa. Yeah. And those sofa naps be <laughs> lit. I knew my head was to those, the side. Oh, goodness. It was like one of the best nap ever. I think that's what entrepreneurs do because I'm an early riser. Okay. So if, if you're an entrepreneur, you're definitely going to have some type of weird hour. Like maybe nighttime. Like for you, you say you're a night owl. Yeah. You know, so you up till 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, and like tonight, I don't. I'm off tomorrow, Friday, as we record this. I'm probably going to easily be up to like maybe six in the morning. I, I'm going to edit. Yeah. I got a podcast uh, episode I recorded last week that I'm going to drop on Monday, so I'm going to edit that. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm still up and I'm still pumped up on coffee and caffeine, like the lady I had before you, the body mm -hmm. budget, like, edit her episode. And yeah. then Friday, if I edit your episode, just get it all out the way. And then yeah. now I got to do is auto post. Yeah. You know? See? Again. When you're an entrepreneur, your hours are different. I'm an early morning person. I may be up. I'm usually up every day at 4.45. My body automatically wakes up. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm woke. I, even if I'm still laying in bed, I'm woke. Yeah. So it's just it's just natural. And it, it, at that time, that's when you, I try to do my meditation. I try to get my mind together just to get my day started because... Being an entrepreneur, your head is always going. You oh, know, you're always thinking is. of what's next or what I need to do or what I do how I need to handle idea, this. Yeah. So I think, and planning your days helps so much with being an entrepreneur because if you have some type of schedule with yourself, it's so much better. Everybody use their phones for different things. I have to see things. The phone's not enough for me. I have to I have to write it down and I can yeah. see my phone because my phone reminds me of everything. But Likewise. At the end of the day, it's also better to write things down because when you write things, you're also manifesting what you're trying to do. Like with me trying to work on 
making sure I stay consistent with my customers with my salads and doing that, my meal preps. I'm also trying to stay consistent in working on this cookbook, even mm. though I don't know how to measure. And then also I'm finna start. <laughs> and and I just also... do it by smell. Be real with the people. Hey. <laughs> and then I'm also working on doing my seasoning line. I want Oh, okay. Seasoning. Whoa. Got an exclusive so, here. Okay. So we're gonna Ooh-wee. get my seasonings out there. So I'm just in the process of doing those things. So when you're trying to do that, you have to find time to coordinate your schedule. Like, I need to work on this that day. I need to work on this that day. And once you start doing that, it does help you a lot. Yeah. It, it helps you manifest how you're trying to move on and make things happen. Because at the end of the day, you have to put in the work being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. No matter what. Not, not, nothing's going to just fall in your lap. It's not, not going to fall all. that way. You know, and preach I, that gospel to <laughs> the people. Out I mean, there. nothing. You know, and it still goes back. You know, me and my friend been having conversations. You know, and we just been talking about things. And me and my mom was even talking about things. She brought up something. You know, faith without work, you mm. know, is dead. So if you don't put in that work, you can't just say, "Oh, I'm just gonna. This is just gonna happen for me." It's not just gonna happen. You have to put in the work. Absolutely. You have to have your faith. But you have to put in the work to make sure it worked for you. Because once you do that, that's when all your blessings and everything will start falling into place. Yeah. No, being an entrepreneur, you're going to have your ups and your downs. You're not, yes, nothing's, indeed. Gonna, nothing's ever going to ride smoothly. You're not, one day you may be like, oh, I got this. Then the next day you're like, I don't think I want to do this no more. But you also <laughs> have to have, but you also have to have some accountability people. Too. Yeah. You know, it's good to have friends. It's good to have, you know, people in your life that support you, but you have to have somebody that's making you accountable for what you're doing when you're an entrepreneur. I, I because agree more. you can self motivate. Yeah, you can self motivate. You can get all that together. But you have to have someone to say, what did you do to do what you're trying to do to move forward? Because if you don't have that inside of your entrepreneur life, you're just gonna be all over the place. Yep. Because you can try to be, oh I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But when at one time something fall off that track are you going to stay on track with what you're trying to do? Yeah. Are you going to stay falling on the side of the road like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this no more? Yeah. I mean, like I said, with me, I feel I've had so many ups and downs with my business. I've had surgery on both of my feet. Oh, I damn, was, okay. I was catering, and literally my feet would hurt so bad. Ooh, ooh. But I still was doing what I love. Yeah. And I was it's kind of It's like it's worth yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it was so worth it, but I was out for almost six months. Oh, my, damn, it was like okay. I had surgery on my I had my first surgery November first, and then I didn't go back to work till like April, or March, almost March of the following year. So that was five months, okay. and that was just from having surgery on my feet. And I had to have surgery on both of them. So if you can Shit. go, yeah. So just think about it. My feet are important because yeah, I you got standing, you got standing in your yeah, job. Yeah. So just think about it. At the end of the day. If you go through, whatever you go through, you're going through it to make you better for what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because I feel my feet was my sit down and get myself together time. Gotcha. And it did help me get myself together. I did focus more on my business and everything. So don't always think that when something bad happened or when something happens is for to for a bad reason. It may be yeah. God showing you, hey, look at relook at what, what I'm putting on your plate. So you can man, pan out what you're trying to do and what steps you're trying to move forward with and where you're trying to go with things because, again, being an entrepreneur is hard. And if you don't look at the whole situation or have everything together, you're going to fail. And when you go down, if you don't have someone accountable that make you accountable for, if you don't have that support system, you might fall off. Agreed. You might fall off. And not everybody's strong enough to say, oh, I'm going to just fall off and get back up. 
I've been kicked in the butt several times doing this. Me too. But Me guess too. what? I'm still, I still got up and I kept doing it. And even if it comes to rebranding yourself or mm. doing, setting, setting something up to go on a different path, but still inside of your triangle, what you're trying to do, you have to find out what works for you. And like yeah. with me, I feel, I feel that my meal preps, my salads, my smaller events that I've been catering so much lately, that works for me because yeah. that's my baby. That's yeah. that's my thing. So if I'm do if if I'm doing this every weekend, doing my meal preps, doing my salads, that's what I love. That's what's making it work for me. And you have to find, and that's something else that entrepreneurs don't look at. They look at a whole big picture, but you got to find out what's your core. Yeah. Because once you find out your core to whatever business you're in, be it, if it's food, media, you know, whatever you're yeah. in, you'll know what's going to make you your money. Absolutely, which so, you'll be known for. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, I feel like be. people know me more now for my salads than anything. You know, because I they would all, say so. Cause I see you every time. I saw yeah. you in your Instagram. So people media. always saying, "Yeah, did you put your order out for salads? Are you doing salads this week?" You know, like I had stopped doing them for a little while. Cause okay, I went through me a little time where I just didn't want to do it no more. Yeah, and I go through it. I tried yeah. to take a break. Yeah, yeah I, and I did. I took a sabbatical from, yeah. from doing oh, no, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so, the right word. And I had several people messaging me. I had people asking me, "When are you gonna start doing salads again? Let me know when you're doing salads again." And then I had to really sit down and examine myself. Like, Nicole, what are you going to do? Are you going to do Cole's Kitchen again? Are you calling it quits with Cole's Kitchen? And I had to put myself through, okay, let me commit to being consistent with my clients. And they're coming to me. They're asking me for food. I'm not out here saying, hey, you want this? They're coming to me. So if they're coming to me, that must mean they want the product. So let me go ahead and get myself together. And I did. I put myself back on track. I, it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of getting myself together. It took my accountability. You, yeah, you got to get It took your accountability, head friends, family, getting on my tail like, why are you doing this to yourself? You know, you, you're not doing what you need to do. And once I did that and reexamined everything, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And spearheaded everything. And like I say, since I've been really back for these past three months, it's definitely been salads. Like, okay. people always ordering salads. And these past couple weeks, Last month, I put protein bowls on my menu. Okay. So this last couple of weeks, has definitely been my protein bowls and my salads. And that's that's right. dope. Yeah, so. Okay. Let's end it on that note. That was <laughs> that was great words of wisdom. So we ain't got cooking in question and entrepreneurship football. and football, <laughs> inspirational and, and stuff. Man, how can the folks find you on uh, social media? I have um, Instagram. Okay. I am Cole's Kitchen 2015. Okay. I'm on Facebook, and I'm just Cole's Kitchen. Okay, gotcha. So, okay. And those are the only two platforms I'm on right now. I know I need to get on TikTok and all these other ones, but yeah, I, I need a social media person. <laughs> yeah, Somebody yeah. help me. I need someone that's reasonable, and I just need a social media person because I just don't have enough time in a day to really Likewise. be able to put my social media out like I need to. Because I have the pictures. Yeah, I even have you got the content. content. Yeah. It's just Stay that here. you just don't have the time. So Yeah, I agree with you. And folks, remember, follow her. On her social media, don't forget also while you're following her on social media, go over to the Unrestricted website at www.theunrestrictedpodcast.com. We got merch you can buy if you want to support the podcast. If you want to make a monthly donation, we got that set up. Um, if you want to listen to previous episodes, know what's going on in the future, exclusive pictures and whatnot, everything's there on the website. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Let us know how you're doing. Even what you don't like. I don't care. I'm open to all criticism. 
Because, you know, hey, you can't get better unless you know what you're doing wrong. Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Nicole, for coming and uh, donating over thank an you, hour but... of your time. But we had overdrive here. Oh, my almost goodness. Almost an hour. Uh, Almost an hour 30 on this episode, but I've had a blast. I've had a blast. <laughs> we got to stop this. The viewers and listeners <laughs> have a blast, too. We, so, had, we got sidetracked, though. Yeah, football. we did. We did. We, we did. got yeah, football sidetracked. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I have to bring you in. I want to do like a sports episode, too, down the line. So I got to basically bring, bring you back, back in for, for the female back. representation and stuff. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as I wrap up every episode, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And remember, take care of yourself and be kind to each other. Till next time.